Hi. Welcome to the weekly podcast by Succinct Information. Your definitive source for financial markets. Let's have a look at how markets behaved in the third week of 2023. Following a strong debut of the year with risk assets rallying, equity markets had a short and volatile week that ended marginally lower. The S&P 500 fell 0.7%, but Nasdaq stocks gained 0.6% while the Dow Jones Industrials lost 2.7%, as blue-chip value stocks underperformed. Stocks in Europe finished flat, and Japanese and Australian markets traded higher. The dollar ended lower against the euro and sterling, but appreciated against other major pairs, and the DXY index ended almost unchanged at 102 points. The key topics that determined markets' direction were weak economic data in the US that revived the recession scenario, a hawkish tone by the Fed and the ECB ahead of their early February policy meetings, and earnings reports by large investment banks. Economic indicators came in mixed, with US producer prices or PPI inflation falling 0.5% month-on-month in December, and 6.2% on an annual basis, the lowest level since April 2020. The PPI reading was much better than consensus estimates, and shows a clear deceleration of inflation. The poor data came when retail sales and manufacturing activity figures were released. Retail sales fell 1.1% in December, the steepest decline in 12 months. Manufacturing production also surprised analysts on the downside, as it dropped 1.3%. The New York Manufacturing Index plunged to minus 33 points, the lowest level since the bottom of the pandemic data in Europe was more positive, with Germany's headline and PPI inflation falling in December. Federal Reserve and ECB officials found several opportunities to publicly express their stance on monetary policy during the World Economic Forum in Davos. All of them confirmed a hawkish tone, and reiterated, that the priority was to bring inflation down to target, which in both cases is 2%. Futures markets are pricing in an almost certain hike of 50 basis points by the ECB, and 25 basis points by the Federal Reserve. In actual monetary policy decisions, the Bank of Japan left its benchmark rate unchanged at minus 0.1%, even as inflation hit a 41-year high of 4%. The BOJ reaffirmed its commitment to its ultra-loose policy, by maintaining a 0% yield target on the 10-year government bond. Markets were anticipating a further relaxation of the yield curve control mechanism. The results were a rally in bonds, and a fall in the yen. The other central bank in developed markets that held a meeting, was Norge's Bank of Norway which also kept rates unchanged at 2.75%. Norge's signaled a small hike for its next meeting, as core inflation continues to run at 5.8%, well above its 2% target. Moving on to the key earnings reports in the US, Goldman Sachs missed profit estimates. Shares lost 8.6% on the week. The weakness was mainly in the investment banking business, as the number of global corporate deals dried up last year. The bank reported net earnings for the quarter of $1.3 billion, and ended the year with a total profit of more than $11 billion. Rival Morgan Stanley did much better as it beat estimates with solid figures at the Wealth Management Division, 
that helped offset the poor revenues on the capital markets unit. Shares gained 5% last week. Both investment banks announced layoffs as they prepare for a weaker environment. Giant brokerage firm Charles Schwab met profit estimates, while slightly missing on revenues. The stock fell 7.2%, after Bank of America downgraded its rating, from a buy recommendation to underperform, and significantly lowered its target price. Netflix missed earnings estimates but met revenue forecasts. The positive news was the addition of 7.6 million paid subscribers in the fourth quarter, well above consensus. Shares added just 3%, but have posted a solid recovery in recent months, and are trading at the highest level since April. Some notable moves among mega-cap stocks were, Alphabet, which gained 6.4% and is now 11% higher for the year, and Tesla, which recovered 9% on the week. The positive momentum for crypto assets continues to gain force, as the sector regains the $1 trillion market cap threshold. Bitcoin rallied 10% to $22,800, and some altcoins, like Solana and Shiba, posted weekly returns between 10 and 20%. Headlines for the sector were negative, with crypto lender Genesis filing several subsidiaries for bankruptcy protection. The US-based Gemini Exchange claims to have around $1 billion of customers' funds locked in Genesis. Finally in emerging markets, the key update was the better-than-expected GDP growth for China in 2022. The world's second-largest economy expanded by 3% year-on-year, beating estimates, but still well below the official target of 5.5% established in March. Chinese stocks rallied 2.6% and are already 10% higher this year. Markets will be closed all week, for the Lunar New Year. Blue-chip companies to report results next week include Microsoft and General Electric on Tuesday, Tesla and AT&T on Wednesday, Visa on Thursday, and Chevron on Friday. In economic data, US GDP and Corpice inflation are expected on Thursday. As always, thanks for listening and keep sharing this channel. Hit the notification bell to make sure you don't miss any of our Sunday episodes. Remember to visit us at succinct.info to learn about our subscription service. Also, feel free to email your feedback to podcast at succinct.info. Have a great week.